on the hero's journey, the first step is refusing the call. Yes. So, if you've first been like, nah, I don't want none of that elder stuff. You're perfectly on track. Yes, you're on the right path. Good morning. So Hans, we're back with our series on being an elder. This is for, uh, yeah, this is for men. We're having a conversation about uh, taking greater responsibility in our lives. And uh, this is at the heart of men having a deeper sense of uh, purpose, connection, meaning in their life. Mm. And, uh, you know, as Jordan Peterson says, encourages everyone to do to take on more responsibility um, and he suggests taking on the heaviest load that you can and as we've talked about in many of our previous uh, conversations here in this broadcast taking on the role of being an elder for a younger man is uh, powerful in so many ways mm. uh, develops your leadership capacity um, it it restores this lost uh, natural wealth that humans normally pass on to each yes. other. You know, we've we've farmed out so much of uh, things that used to be given. You know, we've put a price tag on on so much of what just used to be shared inside of a family or inside of a tribe. We've we've delegated so many things to. Uh, governments to corporations and um, yeah there's I mean I think you can point at so many of the ills in society from the high rates of suicide among men to uh, depression addiction um, you know isolation and, and neuroticism anxiety uh these things that are very abnormal for animals, you know. We're living in a very disconnected, disjointed world. And it's up to, as I see it, up to the elders to take on more than just like my personal happiness, my personal success, but to spread our arms like our who we're responsible for. Yes. You know, take in more people. And the, the, these calls are not just like us urging men to take on more responsibility, to pick up a bigger load, to be an elder for younger men. It's also our gift to anyone listening. It's also us showing up as an elder or as a brother for any man who is ready to take on more responsibility and a bigger load. Um, just before the call, I, I was talking to Michael about a couple of the people I know, uh, people I work with, people I resonate with and inspired by, and I'm talking about Federico or uh, Philippe de Braure, if you're watching, talking about Jim Simmons, you know, and these are these are men who, who 
are inspiring to me because I can see they have an incredible gift to give to humanity, to the women in their life, to the men in their life, to their communities. And in some form or other, they've, uh, they've forgone answering that call or they could pick up a bigger load. Uh, they could, I see their power so great that they could inspire many more people. And I would love, I want to be the one who, uh, who helps them bring their voice, their strength, their genius, their caring, uh, their insights to the world. So it's not just a call to be an elder, it's also, uh, yeah, I want to be in service of men who are willing, committed, prepared to pick up a, a bigger load. So, so today in our series, Hans, we're going to talk about uh, another way to take on becoming an elder. And mm. that we're talking about how to become uh, an elder, how to move even more into that role. And one of the things that we had listed was to confront the younger man. Um, confront the younger man. Mm. And I would say one of the things to confront him about is to remind him of his people, to remind him of his younger brothers, mm. remind him of who looks up to him and uh, how much of an impact he already does have, but you know how, I, I remember actually being in Kenya, 2006, and we were there visiting some school kids out in the, you know, out in the countryside and you know financially speaking they're very very poor and at lunchtime you know and their school rooms had some of them didn't have even electric lighting uh most of them didn't have glass windows it was just like some rebar windows and then open air um they were this they wore the same thing to school every day they ate the same thing at school like there was real poverty there and uh, at lunch, I was very surprised they had a TV hooked up. And what the kids watched was hip hop artists from America, you know, singing about bitches and hoes and bling bling and all of this. And, and in that moment, I was like, oh man, like, I wonder if these hip hop artists back in America have any clue how many people they're reaching all around the world. Mm. You know, beyond America, beyond American youth or whatever, like how far and wide their influence goes mm. and what kind of message they could be passing on. You know, what kind of, you know, raising young people up. Uh, because hip hop in the beginning was yeah. a lot more of a, of a, you know, stand up for something kind of movement. Yes. But it, in a lot of ways, kind of devolved into just... Yeah. Bling bling and bitches and hoes and all of this. So to come back to the main point, I think a great thing for an elder to confront a younger man about is mm. about all the people that already look up to him, the impact he already has, and how he could have a much greater impact. Is that because... Is that because you see that there's a 
a yearning for that and it would solve for him a lot or is it because you think a man should do that it's his duty for humanity yeah that's a great question I I, I, uh, I think the real power of all of this is when someone feels the invitation from their heart not the not the should not the yelling know, not from the, Michael Sky not the judgment <laughs> you know so remind you know reminding him it's remembering you know there there's honor involved in remembering we talk about remembering a lot uh, as we talk about honor and honoring and um, you know for him to remember his younger brother these are people he cares about right so to remember these people he cares about and the influence like the the way he makes decisions it influences their future it influences their path in life so for me that invokes uh, a, a connection of the heart um, it's not a it's not a should it's not a yes. shooting on and, and therein lies I think one of the most valuable distinctions between um, the well whatever we're calling it here uh, I was going to say tough love, but the, the, say the powerful tough love and the weaker because to a lot of the, what I see, a lot of the, say, bad parenting or people giving advice to others or telling them what they should do is justified in the name of like, it's good for them. But what I hear in this is you're calling it out because you know his heart is is yearning for it is is craving it so it's in line it's in line with what he really wants it's in line with what he really sees it's in line with what makes him feel alive well it, it might yeah, and here's where I think the role for the elder comes in. It, it might be far more than what he already knows that he wants or mm. sees or whatever. It could really be coming from a place of thinking that something else would be better from him. Mm. Uh, but I think the distinction is not coming from judgment, you know, not coming from you assume that you know him and what would be better for him. Yes. Um, is being an ally first. Yeah, I, I think being an elder... Partly, you have to have a base of this younger, this younger man needs to know that you genuinely care about him. Yes. And, and, and he needs to feel that. Yes. And this is not a short, this is not a, you can't shortcut this. Yes. You know, so I think that your authority with him is going to, is something that has to be built up over time yes. by you truly giving a fuck about him, spending time with him listening to him, looking at the world the way he's looking at the world. And uh, I think the other thing is, as simple as that is, that is the hardest part. You really got to give a fuck first. You really got to take care first. You really got to be an ally first. And you will know it because it comes from the heart. You look in your heart. Are you really caring for this person? Yeah. And... I, I would take the metric even further. Does this person feel that you do get them and care about them? 
because you can feel like, yeah, I care about you, and this is why right. I'm judging you and <laughs> telling you what to do. Right. Right. But the thing that really makes a difference is if the other person feels it. Um, but there's another important component here, and it's does the younger man respect you? You know, does he respect you? Because mm. if he doesn't respect you, it doesn't matter if he feels like you care about him. He doesn't right. respect you. So. Or, or does he respect the part you're giving advice about? You know, this is very important. Because yeah, why would you listen to someone who cares? Or I don't listen to anyone giving me nutrition or gym advice when that person is not looking the way I want to look, or right. is not living the way I want to live. Right. So. Or money advice if they're not don't have the kind of money that you yes. want to be making, etc. So. So both of those, you know, are foundational to be a man worthy of his respect and to be in his life and genuinely care about him. Yes. You know, I noticed when I went back to spend time with, to visit some of my family back in Texas, and I had uh, one of my nephews came over a couple of times and I had a sense that he wasn't listening to me in a way, like I didn't feel like I had as much influence as him with him as I could. And the reality is, is as I've not spent that much time with him. I really have not spent that much time with him. So very easily in his world, I'm just another mm. adult mm. with an opinion about his life. Mm. So, um, yeah, this is, you know, people like Jordan Peterson as, a, as an author, as a public figure, you know, people with a podcast, they can only do so much. They can only go so far. What young men need is real men mm. in their real life. Mm. And uh, not to say that, you know, being an author, uh, holding events, you know, doing doing things on a bigger scale doesn't have an impact because it does and it can but there's very much an important role to be there in the actual life of the young man and mm -hmm. in, in person around the fire walking down the street hiking through the mountains you know sharing meals um, yeah like you can imagine, our young friend Fair in Mexico, it's one thing if he had just found us on the YouTube and was watching our podcast and stuff. Another thing if we're banging on his door because he's not out there for the morning walk in the morning. Come on, Fair, get up! <laughs> you know, and walking down the street with him, facing what he's facing in real life, you know, having a drink with him. And, uh, yeah, it's irreplaceable. Yes. Wow, and that's it. Yeah, that's a great point, actually, because elderhood starts right there. It's not, you know, it's not this. I mean, you could do some eldering by broadcasting, but it's right there, right next to you. The people living with you, living down the street, the, your family, you know, your, your brothers from before. It's right there. Yeah. And that's the opportunity. It's fantastic, no? So to come back to the... The main point we're talking about today, we're talking about confronting the young man. Mm. 
and that uh, yeah, you have to have a certain amount of authority first, which when I say authority, I'm not talking about how we in the West often think of authority as like a a, uh, a job title or a, a, a role of power. It's no, the other person is granting you granted, yeah. authority. Because he knows, she knows that you care and he or she respects yes. you and what you're... What you have to say. What you have to say. Yes. So, but then let's talk, so let's talk more about these uh, confronting conversations. One could be the kind that you were talking about early on in the, in our conversation, Hans, about maybe confronting some of these men about the greater impact that they could have in yes. the world. Yeah, I'm just thinking about Philippe, you know, who's a very good friend of mine. And uh, I'm just, I want to call him right now. You know, it's just, I see the power he has. I see the, the genius he has. I see how he could help people. And, uh, and part of him, because he's a very different man, part of him has given up. Has given up on men and women, on humanity. And, uh, and in a way, he's standing by the sideline commenting, like in the Muppet show, the two older men, you know. And I see how much he could change lives. And he still has that fire. And, uh, and I would love to find a way with him that he could bring his genius to the world and reach more people. Yeah, and, and, and maybe a, and a first step is saying that, you know, to Philippe, come on, man, you know, don't give up on humanity. There are way more powerful ways that you could bring your voice, your genius, your gift to the world than what you're doing now. There's a, yeah, there's a, a bigger load to pick up, and I would love to be in service of that, you know, be ready to pick that up to help you carry or, or find a a way to do that. Yes. Yeah. So we confront. Uh, we can confront another man on uh, who we see that they are and could be mm. in the world. Give them a mission, so to speak. Call them to a mission. You mm -hmm. know. Or, and that yeah, we could literally call a man to a mission for his people, mm. right? But in another way, we could also awaken them to the calling in their heart, mm. like to get present to what what it is they feel yes. called to stand for, who they feel called to stand for. Well, it's both, you know. When I think of when I think of uh, Christopher, a good friend of mine, and uh, I can see how a lot of his demons are, are right here, you know. And when we when we collaborate, when we work. Um, I see a big role for him in inspiring other men because the journey he went through is so is incredible and he's an incredible warrior and that story alone is so inspiring and uplifting and I could move so many things with younger men and so a big part of our collaboration is not me trying to lift him out that but see the bigger the bigger purpose he can have you know and so I've been calling him forth into his role for younger men, taking care of them, coaching them, inspiring them, talking to them. And it's been incredible. 
when he steps into that role, it's like he picks up a bigger load, but all the the load of the weight of like this internal thing falls away because now he's like he's and he says it, you know, he's on top of his game. He's like, oh, and it's yeah, you pick up a bigger load, but the, there's a big load that falls off your shoulders too, in a way, you know, and uh, it's like the Grand Cardone, you know, he says go big or go bigger. It's like by picking up a bigger load, by having a bigger vision, you know, these small problems just, or these problems that you think you have become very small all of a sudden yes. and just fall away, yeah. you know? And so you get to pick the questions you're sitting in. You get to pick the problems you want to deal with. That's incredible, no? You just take on a bigger load and it will all fall away. It's like when you're having pain somewhere, you can cause pain elsewhere that's bigger. You're going to think about that, not about that, you know, about the small one. Yes. Yes. That's what I was trying to do with the ice bath this morning. Yeah, first you need to respect, though, you know. <laughs> you need to be the other person has to feel that you care. The other person has to respect your opinion on those things, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Confronting. Yeah, it's a big role for an elder. You know, By the have, way, you had, have those tough conversations. you had a, a great role. You, you had one of the, the biggest roles for me as this, as an elder. Because you, when we met, you saw I wanted to be a businessman, you know. And, and the first step in being a businessman is taking full responsibility. And so, you know what my heart was yearning for, what I really wanted, what my values and goals were. And so anytime I was playing the victim, you know, you call it out. It's now no victimhood, no victimhood, you know. And that's a great example of calling me out, not because it bothers you, or not because you think it's right, but because you know what I want, you know what my values are, you know what I really yearn for, and so we, you, you speak to that guy, you know? and so whenever I'm, I'm playing a victim, it's not in line with what I deeply desire and want, and so you call it out, and you say, no, no victimhood, you know, and that's, that was an incredible lesson, so sometimes you do it well also. Yes. Yeah. Well, this brings up an interesting point, actually, because, you know, in being an elder, and maybe this is more the role of brothers, I don't know. Well, they can use I, the same tactic, the same tool. Yeah, I mean, there can be a role even for brotherly shaming. Um, but at the core of it, you do still have to have that basis that you're a brother. You know? um, yeah, there is a there is a role for you know so many things are so easily labeled bullying these days and and judged as if that's a, a negative thing. But I, I do feel that a a role for brothers and elders is to kind of simulate the the fighting, the confrontation, the the hardship that your brother or the young man is going to face out there in the world. You know, it's it's better if they can wrestle with that, play with that, learn how to deal with that and rise up to meet that inside of a the safe space of brotherly mm. play and teasing and yes 
shit talking, what have you. Um, and I, and I think that inside of a a group of men, someone who is not playing, uh, they don't like it, whatever. They can be perceived as a, a potential danger to the rest of the group because they're not, because they're not playing, or they're they're not meeting that challenge. Uh, anyway, maybe a, maybe a topic for a different day. No, it, it is interesting. Yeah, maybe for a different day because like Eastern philosophies, you know, they they almost have the opposite. You know, where in the Bushido it says no man will ever learn if you're bringing shame to him. And so that's, there it's like avoided at all cost to bring shame. And it's not seen as a, a powerful tool. You know, I, I wonder though, because we have this idea of the samurai and it's movies and books and things like this. But I wonder if you get around a group of samurai, you know, and they're going off for a for a battle or something. I mean, these, these guys are dying, you know? And like, there's no toilets, like they're shitting in the woods and they also have sexual desire they life is also uh you know it is what it is there's suffering there's i have to imagine that as men they're also at times wrestling with each other talking shit making foul jokes you know like i really wonder like what was it really like you know what i mean are they like really all the time like Everything's well. Maybe maybe a good beauty and a good reflection and... of that is uh, like I spent some time in Japan, and uh, it's one thing to check it. How is it? And it's one thing to see what's the ambition, what's the ideal, and what's the what's the use of it. Because Japanese would go, they're very like, yeah, they're very respectful, they're very spacious. But then sometimes they would dr drink and they know how to drink. And it's like in the drunken state, they find the freedom to mm -hmm. do whatever more. Right. It's still not like, it's well, still it's like, like, but they would go really like hardcore in drinking and like, and babbling and blah, blah. Yeah, you still need your release from all the confines yeah. of society, yes. you know? But the, yes. and, and Native Americans, when they would go off to war, they would first, paint their faces, take on almost like a different identity. Uh -huh. So it's no longer their their normal identity. They are now some yes. wild, spirited yes. beast, warlike, whatever. They would play the drums, they would dance, they would, you know, get into this whole altered uh, state. And... Uh, well, yeah, and, I, and I've seen that. And if this is true, if it's in it, we're going off on a tangent. But if this is true and it is and it is part of an altered state, then it's still not seen as part of how we could how we live well. Uh, it's still not part of like, um, say for example, bringing shame as part of a, a constructive education of another man. See what I mean? So it would be part of a release, so to speak, but not be part as is not seen as a constructive tool in making a man better. Yeah, I, we're, we're, we're speculating. I'm speculating. I want to. I want to stop. You know who here. Dan Pena is, right? Yes. 
here's a here's a guy that men respect because of his achievements, his different things, and uh, he definitely brings the shame. But you get if you spend enough time yes. with him, you get he really cares. Yes, he really cares about you, and he's not shaming you. He's shaming the parts of you that you've come to identify as you that he doesn't feel are you. It's like no, that's how your mama saw you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so. Or 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 uh, Patrice O'Neill, like when he's he has a, a show that I recommend to any Western man about relationship. It's called the Black Phillips Show, and it's tough love. It's just calling men out, but you know that he cares. You could yeah. feel it in that yeah. he's, and and so, and he, it would be at some point shameful. But he's like, it's 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 not like Dan Penner, you know, which is great. I really think it's great and and powerful and entertaining. But uh, he also like calls men out, like, come on, motherfucker, you know? Yeah, and I, I think a big part of that is needed for the, the mama's boy, you know? The, grow, mm. the guy who's grown up mm. with too much mothering mm. and he's too sensitive. You know, my brothers and I have done a lot of, you know, like uh, both of my two younger sisters' kids, um, there was a lot of mothering because their mothers are, are great and their mothers are strong. And uh, we took it on as our role to toughen them up, you know, talk shit to them, you know. And we want them to talk shit back. We want to see them fighting back. We want to see them, you know, talking back to us. Because, man, if they can't deal with their uncles doing it, they're going to be in trouble when it comes to the, the other guys in the high school or in the military or at work or whatever. You know, they're gonna need to know how to, how to deal. He needs to know, he needs to know. He's always a crybaby. He's always a cry, tough love it is, motherfucker. Five points for the movie reference. You can put it in the comments. <laughs> Are you shaming me right now? No, no, no. <laughs> So, I am not. Yes. Yeah, this is very much an inquiry still. You know, how do we be elders now when so much of elderhood is lost? Uh, I feel it's a. I feel the calling. Yes. To be an elder, Hans. I know you do. And so, yeah, we're 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 having the conversation. And we're putting out the call. And if you hear the call, you know how to be an elder. The first step is to answer that call. Go back for a brother. Take care of a younger man, you know, see the vision that's possible when you would step into the role of an elder. That's well, the first step. On the hero's journey, the first step is refusing the call. Yes. So yes. if you've first been like, nah, I don't want none of that elder stuff. You're perfectly on track. Yes, you're on the right path. <laughs> you're on the right path. Neo also refused the call first. Yes. You know, so yes. this is a, yeah, to, to all you men out there, if you hear that call, and uh, answer it if you if and if you want we are offering you our services for men who are willing to pick up a bigger load we're here for you and tomorrow yes maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow but Hans one of the things I realized I left out I don't know how I let this out and talking about being an elder, but it's uh, going back 
going back for a brother, going back for oh, a younger brother. You got some good stories. You got some good stories. Yeah, yeah. A I don't know if I'll tell them because I've told so many of them before, but you can go back again. Go back in time. Go back to the same stories. We'll see you tomorrow.